Podcasting from a sex writing cave somewhere in the middle of the internet, this is The Smutlancer Show, a weekly podcast where we discuss writing about sex and getting paid to do it. The Smutlancer Podcast is hosted by Kayla Lords and Molly Moore, two sex bloggers who have more ideas than they have time in the day. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smutlancer Podcast is produced weekly, except during those times when we finally admit we need a mini vacation. Show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. When you're ready to take your smutlancing career to a new level, join the Smutlancers community on Patreon. For as little as $5 per month, you can ask questions, get answers, and interact with both Molly and Kayla and an entire community of other people who create content about sex and want to get paid to do it. Head over to patreon.com slash thesmutlancers. That's patreon.com slash thesmutlancers to learn more. everybody kayla lords with the fabulous the wonderful my good friend molly moore we are back we are back for the first episode of january 2020 it's fucking 2020 what 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 uh in a bit of timey-wimey wibbly-wobbly stuff we are recording Uh, in 2019 so my mind really cannot conceive that it's 2020 like yeah um, let's pretend we've already had our break, Molly. How do you feel mm-hmm. after two weeks off? Pretend. Okay, let me, what do you I'm imagine? I'm going to pretend, what do I imagine? That I've had a lovely two weeks of not having to be driving mum every day. And I've laid on the sofa in front of my Christmas tree and I've read books. And I've done a lot of masturbating, I hope. I really hope that's... <laughs> <laughs> I'd be really disappointed if I haven't. Um, and yeah, just, you know, relax and chilled and I'm ready to rock and roll. And I've sorted out my planner and I've sorted out my plans for like the next few months. That is what I hope is going to be happening. This is weird, like, time lord shit now, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, let's let's imagine. And then I guess we'll have to come back when we record the February episodes and give an actual update of what our at- and see how they compare. Yes, and okay. Then, and then just figure out, did we actually do what we thought we would do on our two weeks sure. off? Yeah. 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 I have similar plans. Two weeks of no child needing to go to school. Yeah. I'm, yep. I'm sleeping Bring in that on. just a little bit every day. Yeah. Um, they're old enough now that on Christmas Day, they're not going to be waking us up at 5 a.m. So yep. that's always nice. Um, I will work on client work one day each week of the break. I already know that. I've planned it. I'm not mad about it. One day Uh is better than two, is better than five. Um, I will also hopefully read a lot of books. I literally have a crate of books in my living room that my mother brought me when she came to visit last. And that was after my uncle, who is also a voracious reader, went through and picked out books he wanted. And I still have a literal overflowing crate. It's probably 30 books. So... I wow, have you choices. Get cracking. I know. And I've lived two miles away from the library. So books are not a problem. And there would be definite reading. Um, I am also going to use a planner this year. I'm going to do a minimalist bullet journal. Uh, I love bullet journals. Um, I'm just not artistic. And they, that the artsy part stresses me out. But the list making function and the fact that I can make it look the way I want it to look and have the things I want it to have I love so I'm going to do that and yeah, I, well, I should add then very quickly I currently have two journals winging their way to me the five minute journal and I love the, the five minute journal I have that 
I'm really super excited for that. And I bought the other one of theirs. It's completely slipped my mind what it's called. Let me look it up because otherwise I'm just saying a thing that I can't remember. Oh, is there one? oh no, there we go. Uh, the five minute journal planner, which I'm very, was the original thing I read about. And I was like, I'm totally going to get that. Um, the productivity planner is the other one that I bought. So they're on their way to me. I'm quite excited. And my plan is to start the uh, five minute journal thing, obviously like in January, I'm going to do like a real kind of like new year thing. Um, so yeah, so yeah, I'm going to have that too. Carry on. I interrupted you with my planner journal fetish. No, no, I totally get it. I was <laughs> I was gifted from a uh, erotic writer friend, the five minute journal, and I did not go all the way through because I tend to be pretty shitty about that. But I loved it while I did it. It really did help me every morning. Um, one of the YouTubers I like to follow, Amy Landino, she uh, um, has a new book and a new planner out called Good Morning, Good Life about how you start your day determines not just your day, but like your entire future. The book just came out. She's got a planner out with it. I've been watching her videos on YouTube. Um, and at first I was a little skeptical because I was like, she kept talking about morning routines, which I believe are also important. And in the past six months, I've completely gotten away from a good morning routine that yeah. helps me start my day in the right frame of mind. Um, and for a while, she sort of talked about it in very static terms, like here are things you should do. And she finally did two or three videos where she talked about how you won't always get it perfect. And sometimes you just do the best you can. And that was the moment she sold me because I'm not good with advice that says, this is how you always do it in all situations. Right. I need you to right. show me that it fucks up and you still do it. That, that, and that there's flexibility in it. Exactly. So I am considering buying... I, I want, I, I know I want her book and I already talked to John Brownstone and he was like, sure, whatever you got to do. Um, and then I looked at her planner and it was $30 and I was like, I don't know. Do I want the planner? And I think the planner is to help you plan a morning routine. I think that's what it is. I'm going to check that out. So that might be coming its way to me over the break as well. <laughs> we shall see. Um, I will be working on my future plans during our two weeks off. Um, mm -hmm. John Brownstone and I are, as soon as I can officially talk about it, I, it will probably be the subject of a podcast episode because it's, it is a smut lancer thing. We are going to be rebranding one of our things that we do. We're buying the URL, um, logo design. It's all been created. The person's just not going to use it anymore. And she offered it to us like the friends and family discount kind of thing. And I was like, yes, I want to do this. I'm on a payment plan and we're going to, and we're going to take 2020 to rebrand one of the things we do. Um, so that will be exciting as we go through that. And then I'm doing a lot more on Patreon for loving BDSM and that I need to plan for. And then some of the things that Molly and I have planned, got to work yeah. on that. And I'm very excited because it's, I'm sure to some people it all sounds like work, but it is the work I really, really, mm -hmm. really want to be doing. Same. Yeah. And I'll be doing it on my schedule. And I love that. Like I just, that's the freedom I ultimately want where I do everything on my schedule and my sense of urgency about things and not on anybody else's schedule. So to, yeah. even though it's technically, I guess, a working vacation, it is one I'm very excited about. So yeah, hopefully there'll be some masturbation and orgasms in there too, but mostly 
I'm just going to like wake up later in the day, drink lots more coffee. I'm going to try and start going back to the gym again. Cause I know that's good for my, my mental health as well as my physical health. Like uh-huh. I got things I want to do. I do not make new year's resolutions. I do set goals for, and I like, even though the first day of the year is technically arbitrary, you can start at any point that you want. I like clear beginnings. They help my mind yeah. wrap around stuff. Yeah. So my blog will be 10 years old on the 1st of January. That is so cool. Are you doing anything like major big to celebrate the decade, Grandma? I should do. (laughs) (laughs) You're the grandma of sex blogging. I'm so Uh, sorry. No, I'm not. There's people older than me. I'm the dowager aunt, but you were the grandma. (laughs) Dowager aunt. Yeah, yeah, right. Sure you are. Sure you are. Don't listen to her. She's so fucking so far removed from a dowager aunt <laughs> that it's unreal you should just be glad the the american even Definition. knew that term okay <laughs> right okay that's fair um i don't know i i kept planning to try and do something to do like a big giveaway or a competition or something but i haven't got my head around it and it's already the middle of december so i might just write a post to be like hey look here we go again let's crack on i don't know it would be nice to do something it might end up having to be something i do later in the year and be like this is for my 10th year i didn't do it in january i'll say i'd like to do something my one thing that i am planning on doing is redesigning my blog so oh, very cool i would quite like that to be done ready for january so i could be at the very least be like hey it's 10 years old and it's got a shiny new um petticoat on <laughs> <laughs> so i think that we're We've been Should we actually record about an actual subject well, I, rather than just prattling on? You know what? I actually think that some of this fits, though, because the topic, yeah. sure, everybody already knows they saw the title, is about coming back after taking a break. And I don't mean just a two-week break like we're taking for the holidays. I know that there are plenty of people out there who life got in the way. Somebody got sick. Somebody went to school. Somebody had you know, a breakup in their relationship. They just, you lost your mojo for writing, whatever. And something about the first of the year tends to inspire us to try again, to start uh-huh. over, maybe to just do something new, but to, to this is the time. And like I said earlier, yeah, technically January 1 is an arbitrary date. I can hear cynical people that I keep seeing on Twitter uh, thinking it and rolling their eyes, but it's also got some symbolism to it. So... This being January, timey-wimey, technically when you're hearing this, this is January, um, we thought it would be important to talk about how you come back after a break because I think most of that is mental and emotional, the things that make it difficult to come back from a break. Um, uh-huh. But some people are going to make January their time to do it. And, sure. you know, I think that there's, if nothing else, we can give you validation that it's both easier than you thought it would be and it's probably a little bit harder than you thought it would be and both are equally true um Uh so let's start i'm I'm curious because uh the grandma sex blogger over there uh across the pond from me (laughs) (laughs) is notoriously working too much and a workaholic have you ever taken um a break from any of your projects not just your blog necessarily but is there anything you've ever taken a break from and had to come back to have like I'm sorry, I don't understand the question. <laughs> I Was I finally speaking a foreign language? The I'm, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> who, who are you, and why are we here? I don't. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Like, have I ever 
totally been like, I'm not going to do that right now. Um, so I think I've dialed things back in like, as in the amount of time and effort like I've spent on them just simply because I've been like, okay, something has to go. I haven't stopped altogether. So um, I'm just scanning through my brain to make sure that's right, that I haven't actually just said, you know, I'm not going to do it. Well, actually, that's not true. That is not true. The podcast. Ah, yes. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. You're right. The podcast. So the podcast originally started, I want to say, back in 2015 was when I started the podcast. Because prior to that, I had been, I'd done a joint podcast with, um, uh, what was her name back then? Because I don't want to say what her name is now because she's going to go, what the fuck? Um... Uh, she was originally Lady Grinning Soul and then she changed to another name. It is anyway. Um we did a podcast together, the two of us, and we just talked about different subjects and we would often interview people and it was a lot of fun. Like she kind of got me into the whole podcasting thing. We like really um sparred off each other and had a really good time. And then um she had she decided to quit and but i was a bit hooked on the whole podcast thing so that's when the kiss cast was born um which i'm pretty sure i want to say was in 2015 and i recorded quite a few episodes one of my very first guests i don't think my first guest but one of my very first guests was kayla lords and we i will never forget that because we were like we had chatted back and forth but we'd never skyped before mm-hmm and we got on that Skype call on that podcast. And I still, to the, it may well still to this day be the longest episode <laughs> that I've ever recorded. And at the end of it, we I basically got to the stage where I was like, we just have to stop talking now because otherwise we're going to still be doing this like tomorrow. And I feel like, you know, a podcast that lasts, lasts 12 hours is probably pushing it. Um, and like, that was really the beginning of our real connection, actually. Mm-hmm, it was, it was. I mean, I will never forget that podcast because we literally just clicked instantly and we just talked and talked and talked and talked. It was so good. And you were just starting in your kind of like, Kayla, not as in your blog of Kayla Lords, but picking up other projects. Mm-hmm. And you were just starting to, because I remember you asking me about podcasting and like what I was doing and stuff like that you were like about to start doing it I want to say yep. at that time yep 2015 so anyway yeah so I had the kiss cast and then I had a lot going on then and I had just found that with the podcast trying to do it every week I was literally recording and publishing recording and publishing it was just too much interviewing people and it was taking up like taking over and eventually I just went I can't keep doing this I, I, I just can't. I completely lost any love for it. And I, so I just stopped. I was like, I'm just going to put it to one side. I will like, I'll post one next month. I had one in the, but I was like, I'll post one next month. And I never did. And I never did. And I never did. And I never did. And time went on and I was like, oh, I'm never going to go back to that. I'm never going to go back to that. And so you think that was 2015. Um, I don't know when I stopped. I want to say possibly the end of 2015 beginning of 2016 so it's been a long time and then this year so after that big long break i finally picked it back up um and obviously i'm in the middle of a season because i realized that if i did them as seasons rather than doing it every week i did seasons so like there's 12 episodes in this season and then next year there will hopefully be two seasons next year 12 episodes in each is my plan if i carry on 
Um, so yeah, that's a fucking long break I took. How did you feel coming back to it? Was it difficult? Was it easy? Was it exciting? Was it scary? So I'd, I had it molded over for a long time. Like I enjoyed doing the podcast and I kept kind of thinking about it and being like, oh, everybody's doing podcasts and everybody's really into audio at the moment. So like perhaps I should think about it. But every time I thought about it, I just remembered how much of a drain it had been it had become and why I'd stopped. And I couldn't see a solution to it that where it felt manageable. And so all the time that was in my head, I, I had no interest in it, really. I had no desire in it. I didn't really know what to do with it. Like, I'd kind of enjoyed it, but I felt like I didn't know what to do with it, what it really looked like, how it could really work for me, what I really wanted to do with it. Like, it was there. It was a thing, but it had no... It had no structure in my head. Um, and then I will have to say, actually, Hannah Witten is the person who suddenly gave me, I mean, she, she doesn't know she gave me an idea, but she gave me the idea because she launched her podcast, which I believe is called Doing It. Yep. Um, and she, I think, uh, yeah, she recorded a YouTube video, I want to say, about this before it even came live and talking about she was going to start a podcast and this was her plan. And she used the word the first season and that's when I suddenly went, huh, that's a really good idea. That's a good way of keeping it manageable and not allowing it to fucking consume me week in, week out, week in, week out. And I thought, if I give myself a sensible amount of time to record, decide what a season is, you know, it's up to me. It's my game. I can make my rules. So let's, you know, a 12-part season give myself three months to record 12 podcasts that seems completely doable and then do not start broadcasting them until they're all done so i don't have to do any more towards it while it's all going out it literally is content made and it just flows out into the internet and people enjoy it the minute i had that idea the minute i was able to have that kind of structure that I could see it in my head how it could work, everything changed. I was suddenly like, I'm going to do it. This, I'm going to do this thing. And I very quickly wrote a load of emails to people. Do you want to be on my podcast? Literally within like probably a week of suddenly having that idea. Um, and then recorded it and stuff. So once I had that idea, I was like back on it and good to go. Is it going to carry on? I think so. Uh um i'm just kind of like so the season is is over halfway through it should finish at christmas um i've enjoyed it i have really enjoyed it it's just i need i need to be really sure about how to drive it forward and if it can become something uh that adds to what i do in even if it doesn't necessarily monetize itself directly is it somehow content that potentially adds to potentials to to gain money somewhere else or am i just doing it for the love of it there's nothing wrong with doing a project for the love of it by the way people you just need to know are you doing it for the love of it or does it have potential for something else and so i guess that's where i'm kind of at in my head trying to decide is as i going to drive it forward is it going to be something i can try and monetize is it going to be something i'm just saying i'm doing it for the love of it so those questions have not yet been answered, 
So it's future. I feel like it has a future. I'm, I think I'm going to push on and do another season. We'll see. So yes, I did take a big break. And I was, you know, I, as I said, once I could see what I wanted to do with it, at least in this term, at least in the, in that first season, it was easy to come back to at that point. Mm-hmm. I, I So... I actually have a similar thing when I'm starting something, whether it's a break or not. The moment I can actually see it take shape in my mind, yeah. I'm on yeah. it. It's time to do it. And until then, yeah. I'm just sitting back waiting. Yeah. It's like those – It's I guess – I mean, I hate the whole analogy of the jigsaw puzzle thing because it gets used a lot. But in some, for this, I think it's quite relevant. Like you've got all the pieces kind of – You've got the picture, kind of, and it's about bringing... Once you can kind of put, put all that together, you don't even have to have all the pieces in, but when you can see what the picture's meant to look like, then suddenly you speed up and you finish the jigsaw puzzle much quicker at that point. Um, and so I think having that, seeing something... You know, you can come up... I've got a bazillion ideas, like you and I, we both know we're the same. <laughs> oh, we could do this. Oh, we could do that. Oh, we could do that. And they're all potential ideas that have some form in my head, that have been fleshed out in my head in some form or other, some way more than others. Some, literally, I own a domain name. <laughs> That's all I've got. Like, oh, I've got a domain name. Uh, others, I've got more than that in my head, but still not enough to get to that place where I'm like, and go. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, seeing it where you suddenly go, oh, that's the way to go i think that makes it way easier and it doesn't matter whether you're starting a new project or whether it's a break in your project i think that's probably for me anyway that's really important yeah no i i agree i'm in a a slightly different place i don't i'm like you i don't usually take breaks um when i do i try to make them planned um the closest i came prior to a break i'm on right now was back in 2016 when my mental health just tanked and I didn't stop completely I just reduced what I was doing so at KaylaLords.com mm-hmm. I'd been blogging three five sometimes seven days a week and I went down to and she says I'm <laughs> the crazy lady who can't stop so I just want to I just want to pause at this point and I just want to say judge and jury here is exhibit a she just confessed so yeah yeah Car- sorry interrupting it's, it's you it's my dear friend do carry on just hanging yourself it's fine grandma it's fine uh, <laughs> <laughs> so i uh that was as close to a break as i had come at kaylalords.com at that point i went down to two days a week that was it masturbation monday and that was when the, the podcast loving bdsm still lived at kaylalords.com um mm-hmm. And it felt weird, but it was necessary. And then it felt good. Um, and then I kind of came back. You know, 2017, I did a lot of big things. Smutlancer was born in 2017. The Loving BDSM website was born in 2017. Apparently that break did me some good because I came back uh-huh. with new stuff. Well, I'm currently on a break from blogging at KaylaLords.com. And part of it um, is strange now. I'm At the time of recording, I'm four or five, maybe six weeks since my last blog post. Um, and some, I, I have been checking on her, by the way, this is just so you know, I have been checking on her. Well, if you're following it's everything else, you know, <laughs> I'm clearly still busy. Um, 
and it's been kind of nice. It was hard to take the break. That's that's the first part is sometimes it's hard to take the break and sometimes it's, the decisions are made for you. In this case, I just went, uh-huh. I had to like do soul searching and say, no, 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 you can do this. You are not a lazy ass because you're not writing about your sex right. life on the uh, internet. Yeah. You're doing all the these other things. Lazy. Yes. Yeah. And now I'm at the point where my brain is starting to go, what? Are you coming back? When are you coming back? For me, it is not a, I'm never coming back from the break. I'm not, as of the time of recording, I'm not quite ready to come off of the break. Uh, But I am already starting to think about what that will look like. And there are a few things in my mind about that. One, I think I have to get past the feelings I had that led to the break. So what was happening was I was building out loving BDSM even more, trying to grow that audience. We've got the smut lancer. I've got projects here. I've got projects there. I've got work with clients. I've got this, I've got that. And there were my everyday things that once filled me with joy and I was excited to do were starting to stress me out and they were starting to Uh feel like obligations. Uh And right now, when I think about blogging at kaylalords.com, I still have the memory of that feeling of it being an obligation and it making me a little bit overwhelmed, anxious, not excited. Like there's not a story in my brain that needs to flow through my fingertips. Um, I don't know that I'm waiting for a story to be ready to like come out. I will have, as of recording, I've got a sponsor post I need to write um, for like a couple weeks before Christmas. I will do that. I'm being paid for that. Um, it's content that hopefully will be good. It's not just like promo bullshit, but you know, as for sitting down to write because I want to, that feeling hasn't come back. The memory I have is of feeling overwhelmed. So for me, knowing it'll be time to come back from the break will be partly when that feeling has faded. And what I am thinking about most is how I could tell this story. I mean, that is long before I ever did the million other things I do now when it was just blogging at kaylalords.com and the wordpress.com predecessor to that, um, there would be posts in my head I couldn't stop thinking about. There were things I wanted to express that I couldn't stop thinking about. And I was not happy until I sat down at the keyboard and pounded them out to get them out Mm -hmm. of my head. And Mm -hmm. that is, my head is not there right now. I am looking at 2020 and saying, okay, is there anything I want to jump back into that will sort of be part of stopping the break? Is there a point in time I'm looking for? Um, So was it going to be January 1st? Well, at this point, no, because as of January really 6th, the day this uh, podcast episode goes live, I'm back at work for client work. So unless something drastic happens with client work, I have the same amount Mm -hmm. of time I've always had, and that's not going to work for me. Is it going to be something like February Photo Fest? Is that going to be, is it going to hit me just right come January? And I go, yeah, that's the thing I want to do again. Because I did it for, I've done it for two years and I enjoyed it, but I want to jump back into it knowing I'm going to enjoy it. I don't want to look at the thing I'm about to do as a burden as it is work, but I don't want it to feel like, work you know that feeling of when it's like oh this is the slog of work Eh, let's go do it right so Uh for anybody coming back from a break i guess i would caution um that 
you do it for the reasons that are right for you, not because it is January 1st and you think you have to, not because you feel guilty. Um, I think that, I mean, your proof from your, your Kiss Cast story, you took basically three years off. Mm-hmm. And look, you've come back and you're doing it until it doesn't serve you anymore, until something, you know, until it doesn't work for you. So mm-hmm. I think that we get, and I see on Twitter, I know that other um, creators go through this. Um, we start to think I've been away for too long. I have to come back just because of that, because of it's, it's an arbitrary time. It's been three months. It's been six months. I better come back now or I never get to. And it just doesn't work that way. Um, Mm -hmm. so for anybody who is, you know, has said, okay, January, I'm coming back from my break. I'm going to start doing that thing again. I would just say, think about how you feel about that thing. If you are still feeling dread, then it might not be time to come back. If you Mm -hmm. can't conceive of how you'll do it. And that's the thing that what you said struck me because it's how I sort of look at it, even though I've never like consciously put it into, to explain it, to put it into words to explain it. Um, it's the idea that. I need, like we said, I need to visualize how it's going to go before I'm going to do it because I do have to make sure it's going to fit in with the time I've already got. It's got to fit in with where I'm at, with what I'm doing. But the other thing is if you took a break, just like you did, when you take a break and come back, you also have to learn from how you were doing it and what caused you to need to stop. Yeah. So there have to be lessons learned there. Now I get very excited when I'm going to start something new or come back to something and I can see how I can do it better. Then I really do get excited because now I'm like, Hey, wait, I can do this thing and not feel like I have just killed myself. We've done that before with, um, we did that with, uh, this podcast at episode 50, I stopped and I said, I'm stopping for now. I've, I've sort of run out of mojo here. And I'll come back when it makes sense to come back. And the exact same thing happened. I could conceive of how we were going to do it. I wasn't going to be alone. You and I were going to have yeah. interesting conversations. The whole idea of starting it again and coming off of that break was exciting because yes. I was taking what I loved about the thing when I was doing it and improving on it. Yeah. And I think that's important for coming off of a break. And if you cannot, if you're still feeling negative feelings when you think about this thing that you were doing and you have not yet conceived of how you'll make it better or do it differently or fix the problems, then then I don't know that you're ready to come back from a break yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's so true. It's so true of the kiss cast because what stopped me coming back all those times was a lack of solution in how to make it not be draining. Mm -hmm where I wasn't like, oh my God, I can't be fucking, no, seriously, I can't do this again. Like I'm literally taking up so much time because particularly with interviewing people, there's a, it's not just like, it's easy with us. We have our schedule, we sit down, we do it. We work together so easily, so easily. easily. (laughs) Oh God, it's so refreshing. Um, But scheduling with other people you don't know. Sometimes for some people, they're not... And, like, this isn't a criticism. People have busy lives. So do I. It takes half a dozen emails to finally settle on a time and a date. That's all time that is involved, you know, in it. And multiple on multiple occasions. So in this case, for 12 different people, um, you know, then that's all got to be scheduled and then recorded and then, you know, and then the stuff afterwards and then the posts and... So, like, if you're doing that every week for the whole year, 
I don't know that it's sustainable. It wasn't sustainable for me, anyway, personally, which was why I ended up just going, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. I'm walking away. So the absolute key for me was finding a solution to what, you're absolutely right, to what made me stop in the first place, to what made me just go, I have nothing left right now. And the answer is, I did have something left. I do have something left. What was the problem was the logistics of producing it and finding that solution suddenly brought it back to life. It took quite a long time. I, I, I must admit, like, it's not like I spent all those years going, what's the solution, what's the solution? But, you know, it would flow in and out of my brain. I'd be like, oh, I should do that again. Oh, no, I can't do that again. Like, oh, it'll just get me back into that place. You know, and then it would kind of come back around again. And I'd be like, oh, I should do my podcast again. I'd really like to do that. But, I could, oh, God, it was so exhausting. It just wore me down. I'm not going to do it again. You know, I, I, that was a kind of, you know, little repeating cycle until I found that solution where I went, oh, my God, what if I did it like this? Would that change it? Would I actually be able to sustain it? Would I love it again like I did? Then I had questions that needed answering, and the only way to answer them was to do it. Um, and that brought me back to the project and brought me brought it back live again. So... Yeah, I think you're really absolutely right. Is is do think about why you stopped, and if that's something, if you need to find a solution to that, it may just be that you were like, I ran out of ideas, and now I have ideas again, and I'm good to go, and that's fine. But if there was more to it than that, then I would say pick apart some of that stuff and be like, sure about why you stopped, and should you start again? Should it evolve into something else? Do you have a different idea? Do you have a better idea in inverted commas? You know, um, ask yourself some of those questions. And I will say that Kayla just said something about, you know, don't feel like you've got to start on the 1st of January or don't feel like you've got to. And she's absolutely right about that. However, I also know for some people that shit works in the form of being self-discipline in saying, you know what, I'm going to do this and I'm going to set myself a time frame. And there is this like logical time where it's like, actually, you know, it's a bit like, as you said, like, it's a bit like going back to the gym. No, I'm going to, I'm going to eat this weekend and I'm going to start on Monday. I'm going to start on Monday and I'm going to start a new routine. If that works for you, like fucking do that thing. Be like, no, 1st of January, I'm starting on the 1st of January on this random arbitrary date, but it means something to me. If that helps you and it is a form of, I guess, self-discipline for you, then fucking totally use that. Use those because you're using a strength. You know how that works for you. You know how you can fit that in um, to help you achieve what you want to achieve. So if that works for you, if saying, you know, no, actually I'm starting on the first, even the first of February. You know what? I like those kind of, you know, I'm going to do it here. I'm going to do it there. If those appeal to how you work, then totally use that to help you plan and motivate yourself you know be like that's what that's how it works for me so i'm using those as my own kind of form of discipline you know what i agree completely when i tend to start stuff i tend to either start on the first of a month or a monday and what i do uh -huh. is i and i'm in the process right now because i, I want to have a better morning routine i want to get back to the gym there's all these other like life things i want to get better for myself because i know how well they work for me uh, long term. And right now they're in the process in my brain of cooking. Like I'm thinking, how am I gonna do this? What will the plan be? Um, what will this look like? And while I'm in that planning phase, I don't have a start date. And the moment I can see the plan, I either pick, okay, 
Is it the first of the month or is it Monday? Like what's the very next st quote start date that makes sense to me that my brain goes, that's the date. Okay. We don't feel guilty about what we're not doing between now and that date. That's the mm -hmm. start date. And I definitely yeah. pick a start date. And I do, I like when I've done some dietary changes, I love to start on the first of the month and go, okay, we're yeah. just going to do this for this month. And then we're going to see how yeah. it works. And then, because I've given myself mm -hmm. a solid month. So yeah, I absolutely agree with that. The other thing um, I want to, I was, we were saying earlier about think about how you feel about it. And if you're still feeling kind of the same way, maybe it's not time to come back from the break. I do want to play devil's advocate against myself though, and caution you because sometimes our feelings are from imposter syndrome. Sometimes our feelings are, um, mm -hmm. that we all, we, the reason we stopped is we didn't think we were good enough. We were comparing ourselves. We had all these, what I would consider not so great habits when it comes to creating content that do all tend to go back to imposter syndrome on some level. And that will cause us to stop and go, okay, I need a break, which there's nothing wrong with a break. I'm all about some breaks. My, my last solo episode was about stopping things. Okay. I'm totally here for breaks, but sometimes we are our own worst enemy with those things. We will let ourselves talk ourselves into not doing something that we really, really, really want to do because it's not going to look like this person we're following on Twitter. It's not going to sound like our favorite podcast. I, I promise you, every time I put out a video for Loving BDSM, I can tell you everything wrong with what you are seeing and hearing. It makes <laughs> me want to cringe. And you know what? I fucking do it anyway. And that is something that's not because I like have some innate magical ability to just do that. It is something I have trained myself to do because the only way you get better and eventually move towards the picture in your head of what you want it to be is you got to go through the crap of not being very good at it, not having great technology, not having great resources. It's it, the only way you get from that point of, Oh, that kind of looks kind of shitty. And that, I would say that differently six months from now because you've got to start at that place. You've got to start where you are with what you have and do the best that you can. And that is how you move forward in all of these goals you have to create something better. Anybody, if you want to know how far my podcasting abilities have come, and I promise you they're still not perfect, you can go to episode one of the Loving BDSM podcast. That thing was recorded on at the time, a five-year-old laptop with the built-in microphone. I did not even have an external microphone. I was sitting at my kitchen table in a room with no thought to acoustics with a massive high ceiling. Like that shit was echoey all over the place. You go listen to that audio and then you come back uh -huh. and you listen to this audio. Is this audio perfect? No, I can tell you now I know more quite frankly about why even today's audio is not perfect but the difference is stark. But here's the thing. If I had waited till I could buy the perfect microphone, if I had waited till I somehow magically knew how to podcast, we would not be here right now. I had to go through all of the experience of kind of sucking and it kind of not being good to, in order to build something and make it better. So if the reason you're on a break or the reason you're not coming back from a break is because the demons in your brain are telling you you're not good enough. Your ideas aren't original. You don't really know what you're talking about. Your website's not the prettiest. Your equipment's not the greatest. That is self-sabotaging behavior. And that is the thing that you have to 
through practice and time, learn to overcome. It's not like a switch that flips where you just one day wake up and go, okay, I don't care that it's not perfect anymore. It's that you learn how to move through that feeling. It's where you say, the thing I want to say or share is more important than the tools I'm using to tell the story. The information I want to convey, the goal that I have. When I started podcasting, it was because as much as I love writing, I wanted to put the inflection of my own tone in it. Too many people were reading me as like being very like straight laced. And I'm like, no, I'm a sarcastic bitch, but you can't tell because you can't hear my voice. Let's fix that. And also I found myself writing to explain very to explain myself like lots of caveats when I write because there is no black and white yes or no thing to everything and in a conversation like in this format or video you can have those you can your body language speaks for you your tone speaks for you you can do that Uh side note of okay not all people not everybody and then go back to what you're saying you have more freedoms and I wanted to have these conversations and I wanted to have the conversations so much that I had to make myself put up with bad audio. I had to make myself put up with not having a single fucking clue about how to edit anything, um, where I should host it. Like you're, when it comes to content creation, we are all learning on the job, y'all. Nobody yeah. shows up and it's like, oh, I just know how to do this magically because it came into my yeah. brain in a dream last night. And for those of you who are in the situation that your own brain is stopping you because it's telling you you're not this you're not that it's not good enough blah 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 it doesn't ever get good enough until you start doing the work of it yeah yeah and I would say that's similar for me uh, particularly when it comes to podcasting but even when it comes to writing but with regards to podcasting when I first started um obviously as I said I did it with somebody else and that was kind of cool it was her project that she'd already started and she was like hey do you want to join me like I'm feeling a bit lonely it's a bit tricky on my own so it wasn't something I coordinated or had to do it's very much her project and she was like hey can we record and blah 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 so I just kind of was like along for the ride um but then I went and started on my own and if I think back then to how I am now like if you had said to me then record an episode on your own and talk about something I'd have gone oh god I can't do that that's why I started with the interview thing because I was like I don't know what I'd say nobody who wants to listen to me like it's interesting interviewing people but nobody wants to listen to me that boring imposter syndrome people imposter syndrome there it right is right fucking there um now so when you like originally we were talking about this idea and we were thrashing out how it was going to look and you were like we could do it like this we'll have a joint one a month we'll have joint or two a month because we have the mailbag and then i'll do one and you'll do one on your own i was a bit like me on my own i don't know about that now i'm like right Give me that microphone. <laughs> I got something to say about this shit. Like, I, I mean, I know my episodes so far haven't been the longest um, because Kayla has shit to say, and you just have to give her space to say it. Um, but I'm like, I'm like, okay, I, can, I suddenly now realise I can do like an episode on my own. Give me if the topic, you know, for once I get that topic in my head, I'm like, okay, um, I don't. I don't, mostly don't write notes. Uh, sometimes I'm like, I, do, I think with, um, which one did I do? And I was like, oh, I should just write the planner one, actually. I just wrote like five different, not even, I don't even think that, where I was just like, 
because otherwise I knew I wasn't going to, I knew it needed to be done chronologically in my, how I'd ended up starting to use a planner. And I was like, otherwise I'm just going to go into it and be like, wait, I haven't explained that. So I was a bit like, just write yourself some notes to keep yourself going through it in a way that was logical. Um, but that was because I knew I had a lot to say. And I was worried if I didn't do that, I was going to jump back and forth from, oh, and this thing, oh, and that thing. Um, but mostly I'm just like, right, turn the record button on. Here we go. I, I just do it. That is so different to the person I was back in 2015, where I was like writing notes and like, I was also kind of like, oh, about it. Now I'm just like, oh, I should do that thing today. I'll oh, I've got my subject. I'm ready to go. Um, and I think in terms of writing, if I look back, and I mean, I look back on some of the really early stuff I wrote. And to be honest, I look back on some of the really early stuff I wrote and I'm like, you know what? That was pretty good. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. But I look back on some of it and I'm like, oh my giddy on. <laughs> yep, same. You sweet thing you yes sweet thing you that well yeah well good you you showed up it was good you (laughs) nice try nice try it was like you know and so then i look at that and i think now again like how that and i'm not claiming that my writing is fantastic but i can absolutely totally see a evolution in it and in that sense my blog totally did exactly what i wanted to do i started my blog to discipline myself to write more because I knew one of the, you know, I'd read all the books about, you know, how to write a novel or how to be a writer. And one of the things they had said was just write. And I was like, okay, I need something. I did write, but I never finished anything. And then I was like, what am I, why am I even writing? What am I doing with it? And so originally I started my blog as a form of self-discipline because I knew it would appeal to my slightly OCD nature. Slightly. uh, That if I, shush you, (laughs) uh, that if I had this thing where there was some expectation from some invisible audience that it would hopefully would that actually make me finish a piece because i'd want to publish it because i want to put it out there it totally did for and if you think of what its original goal was my blog it has absolutely fucking totally done that for me it's given me that discipline it's kept me going and as a result that you can see i think the evolution of my writing of how i think about it of what i'm you know what i do with it um yeah so you're absolutely right if i had been back then going oh but what about how would how shall i do this at the time in a way my naivety and my lack of experience actually got me started because i was just like oh i should just go oh i wordpress huh watch out you know i googled like blog and i'm like oh okay wordpress oh oh what should i call myself blah, blah, blah. you know there was whereas now i'm way more like it's in a weird way all the knowledge i have now almost stops me doing things yes agree completely whereas back then i was just like no let's do this thing what oh yeah here oh the theme oh yeah what's the theme we oh okay that's how it works oh okay write a post blah, 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 blah. post it it literally kind of started like that around that Christmas time. I'd been mulling it over. Should I do it? And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm totally going to do it. Started on WordPress.com. I didn't own my domain name. It put it up there. I literally had like nothing. Like I was just like, oh, I had it. It had its name, but I didn't have anything else. I didn't have any pictures. I think I just got a picture of the internet. It was just like, you know, I just 
fucking went and did it. It was the best decision I ever, ever made. The best decision I ever made was starting that blog. Or one of the best decisions I've ever made. But certainly in the terms of my professional life and my career and me as that person, starting that blog changed everything. And if I have one bit of advice for you, it's JFDI. We need that on a shirt. Yeah, just fucking do it. Yeah, (laughs) just fucking do it. Because sometimes you just got, just fucking do it. Seat of your pants, white knuckle ride, just fucking do it. It's the only way you find out a lot of the time. Yep. And you said something that, oh my God, is so true. It's, we, most of us start out completely naive. We're like, oh, look, I've got this blog. (laughs) And we don't know what we don't know. And then the scary thing is six months, a year, five years, 10 years into it. We're like, oh shit, I know that I don't know. And I know what I want. And I, I Uh know how far away I am from what I want. And that for some of us, I'm, I can be like this myself. It will stop me in my fucking tracks. And the only thing that I personally have found, and I know it doesn't work for everybody, is I have to want what I see in my head, whether that's the goal or the thing I really want to build. I have to want that more than I'm scared of sucking at it. And what I've learned over time now that what between you and I were on like 20 projects between us, like how many things are we doing? What I've learned is the one thing that can be depressing for some people, but it is helpful to me. The first time you start something, nobody's paying attention. Okay. Um, and right. I say that as somebody who started a podcast and had a fairly decent size audience at the time, I was certainly getting traffic. Only my diehard fans were coming with me on that stuff because I'd already proven that I could say something that they found remotely interesting. But nobody knew who I was. And by the time people started like finding the podcast or finding the new site or finding this project or finding that project, I'd actually worked out some of the bugs already. I'd like the kinks are like we were rocking and rolling a little bit. Um, but yeah, just fucking do it. And even when you're scared and especially when you're scared and even when you know it sucks and you want you desperately want it to be better, there's only one way it ever gets better. And that's just doing it. You just you, mm-hmm. you just gotta fucking do it. We need that on a shirt. I have so mm-hmm. many ideas, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I totally a JFDI shirt. That's totally yes, up for me. Yes, I need that. So, um, yeah, wherever you are, whether you're contemplating a break, whether you've just started your break, whether you're mm-hmm. went oh the beginning of the year, I want to get back to things. Um, I don't have a problem with breaks in and of themselves. I'm in the middle of one now. I've taken them before. Um, they can be very helpful, um, help you uh-huh. reprioritize, um, but get very real with yourself about why you're on this break, what you need to come back from the break, um, how you feel about why you stopped or what you wish you were doing. I mean, there's it's it's complex, but I think that sometimes we have to push ourselves outside of our comfort zone, and sometimes we have to practice some self-forgiveness and go, you know what, it's okay. It is okay that I'm not doing that thing right now because I'm doing mm-hmm. these other things or because this part of my life has taken over or whatever. Um, or even like, I just wasn't enjoying it and anymore. And that's a huge like, you, thing. It's absolutely fair to just be like, I mean, you know, you said self-forgiveness, but I also think there's an element of self-care to it where you're like, I am whatever, for whatever reason, it's exhausting me, it's irritating me, I'm out of ideas, I, you know, da-da-da-da-da. For some people... 
the answer to that is to push on with what you do as your basic things and then look at what you can do and how you can change that. For some people, it's to just say, I'm going to stop, I'm going to not do this for a month. Oh, I'm going to, and that's the thing as well. You can always set yourself a time frame. Mm -hmm. You can actually say, you know what? I'm going to stop for a week. I'm going to give myself a week. I'm going to stop for a week. And then I'm going to pick it back up. If at the end of that week, you're like, no, no, I'm not. I'm going to do another week. Like, that's fine. Um, If that allows you the space in your head to to kind of manage that, then do that. Do what works for you. Um, I will say, however, (laughs) that sometimes with some of this stuff, you also have to power through. Now, I am not claiming you always should, but there are days when you're like, uh, I don't know what to do or, you know, I mean, if day in, day out, you don't know what to do, then that's obviously the time to have a pause. But success in these areas and however you judge success is up for you that might not necessarily be monetarily it may be with traffic it may be with just personal success that you've achieved what you how that you've written so much stuff so define success for yourself um comes with keeping going and so like one of the things when people always say to me oh what do i need to do on my blog to make it brilliant Like, yes, there is a lot of things you can do. You know, think about your theme, think about your design, think about your SEO, all those things. But at the end of the day, there is a very famous saying and it's there and it's absolutely true. Content is king and you have to keep creating it. And if you don't, you will lose followers, readership, traffic, all those things. So you i think you have to yeah there's a balance to that stuff you have to know that that's potentially what's going to happen and that's okay if taking that break is the right thing for you but if you're then going to be going oh well i actually had all these people who were going to pay me for a sponsored post and now they don't because i haven't blogged since august it's like well okay you obviously you why are you surprised by that right because, you know, if you do take a break, then maybe people are going to stop paying you for what they agreed or they're not going to renew their advertising on your blog or they're not going to keep sending you those sex toys or they're not, whatever that thing is. So, yeah, do, do be aware though, if you do have those things or if you've made commitments or if you're potentially earning money, um, you do need to weigh that up before you take a break because you can't then take a break and then I well I don't feel personally that you can take a break and then be wow wow when when the your advertiser then says well sorry you haven't posted a blog post for four months and so I'm not renewing my advertising uh like why would they they would be insane to do that in my opinion like they've made a wise business decision so yeah that's just the other thing like sometimes you have to be like so in that situation, a solution in that situation would be 
I'm going to take a break because in the sense that I'm going to dial it back. So I have been trying to write four posts a week, but I'm exhausted, but I want to keep this up and I want to continue to provide a service to the people who have paid for that thing. So I'm going to remodel, I'm going to, I'm going to do it twice a week and I'm going to do these two things and I'm only going to, I'm going to do that for like the next two months. That's a form of taking a break in the sense of saying I need to be realistic about what I've promised people rather than I'm just disappearing off the face of the planet. Um, so those are things to consider um, when you decide if you're going to take a break and what that break looks like. I agree completely. And I think we will leave it there um, because <laughs> what I love is that you piggybacked on my last solo episode. So that is validating and I look smarter as a result. I'm here for it. Okay. So I am here for you, you see. <laughs> Great minds think alike. That's what we'll that's what we'll Yeah. Go we are the best team. We are the best team. The only team that ties is me and, and John Brownstone, just saying. But that's a different kind of team. Yeah, so. no. Right. Yeah. And I yeah, no. Not not the same thing. In some ways. Anyway, so <laughs> excuse me. Oh goodness. Okay. Um we're gonna leave it there. Uh, happy uh -huh. new year to everybody, uh, whether you're starting Yay. stuff, keeping on, keeping on, or you're stopping stuff, wherever you're at in your process, it is all a process. And, um, yeah. yeah, I hope if you're coming off of a break, you come out with a bang. And if you're still on your break, no worries. Keep the, keep the, uh, mind open for possibilities and answers to come from almost anywhere. Some yeah and if we've made you think about something and now you have a question you're like oh you said that thing but what did you mean by this or can you whittle on more about this particular area or whatever then we want to hear from you because that that is why we're here we're trying to produce something that is useful and interesting to you guys so yeah as i said before come at us <laughs> that sounds very lascivious and i'm here for that as well okay <laughs> I believe, uh, yeah, you take that any way you'd like out there uh, listening to us. Uh -huh. Okay, we're going to go. Um, we will see you yeah. next week where we are answering questions from Smut Lancers just like you. Um, if you would like more help, more being pumped up, more real talk of, hey, mm, here's, here's what you need to consider, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the smutland no yeah the smutlancers i almost forgot our freaking url uh link is in the show notes you get at five dollar and up level you get access to a slack community you do higher than that we've got group chats we've got one-on-one -on -one chats we're like it's all about helping you achieve your smutlancing goals whatever those goals may be so uh, patreon.com slash the smutlancers is where we're at and we will talk to you next week bye Bye.